But getting out of debt is hugely important. And I would highly recommend that being one of the first things, and I would counsel any young person, get out of your college debts first, make it a high priority, because you're going to be a slave to that debt. Mm -hmm. Just like it says in the the Bible, you're a slave to the lender. Your debts, your house, your goals that you have in mind, how can you best accomplish them? And for me, it was, how can I be the best steward of all that God has given me? This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Eric Barfell, our great youth pastor. And uh, Eric, one of the things that you're doing is you are leading a Financial Peace University class and you are into it, man. It's not even like, hey, somebody go twist Eric's arm and nearly break it. So we, so he has to do it. You're like coming to us. I want to lead this class. Oh yeah, I want to do it. Oh yeah, you love it. Why do you love Financial Peace University so much? I don't have a good answer for that. I just over the last few years, it's um, come up to my attention that like no one's gonna. A lot of people care about your money. They right. all want it. No one should care about it as much as you should. Right. And and because of that, I started watching YouTube videos and really, you know, Dave Ramsey videos okay. Okay. and uh, following some Instagram finance pages and I've read a few books. And I don't know. It just I've just become a total like personal finance nerd. And I, I don't not disagree. I mean, then talking to you, I don't disagree with that. It's not that we we don't talk about it. We talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about cultural things. Sure. And things going sure. on in news and whatnot. Uh, but we do, it does come up. I mean, I can tell you're passionate about it. I mean, oh, just yeah. in conversations, not that we've had since you're starting the class, I mean, over the last few years, mm-hmm. you know, and just what Definitely. you talked about, which I think is really, really great. So Financial Peace University is by Dave Ramsey's and it's his what? What is this? It, it is a, he lays out seven baby steps. All right. Um, create a budget, save up $1,000, pay off all your debts, except for the house, save up a three to six month emergency fund, save for your kids, college, invest, the whole blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. Ultimately, the end goal is live a crazy um, sacrificial lifestyle now, do things other people aren't doing now, so later you can live and give like no one else. Live now like no one else. Tell yourself no, save, budget, get out of debt, so later you can live a generous lifestyle. And right. he, one big thing that he says that I've come to notice is very true. Money, having more money isn't going to make you a, a better person or more popular. It's going to make you more of what you already are. Okay. If you're already a generous person, having more money is going to enable you to be all the more generous. Right. If you're a huge jerk now, you're going to be a, a even bigger jerk when you have money. Right. And, I find that to be pretty true. And I Did you actually say that. Oh yeah. He all, he says a lot of stuff that, <laughs> <laughs> that you would not believe, but uh, oh yeah, most definitely. Um, cause that's how people are. And I mean, right. there's a lot of stereotypes with, um, money. It's not really a conversation you bring up at the Thanksgiving t- table with, right. along with politics and whatever else, like 
No, you well, don't. People get really jealous too. Like if you're doing well, I think sometimes, or if you got a new bike or new car, it's or very whatever, easy to fake doing well. That very easy to fake right. doing well, right? And that's where uh, people get into some real hot water, right? And and so being able to, um, I uh, through the through the course, come alongside people and teach them. It, it's not a get rich quick plan or scheme of any sort. It's a your money, your income, your debts, your house, your goals that you have in mind, how can you best accomplish them? And for me, it was, how can I be the best steward of all that God has given me? Right. And it was important. So that's when it really became important to me. And it was um, a sense of worship, really. Like, can I, I want to be able to give more than just 10% to God um, but I have student loan debt. I'm not, I'm not able to do that. Cause I like this baggage behind me. I have to get rid of it. Right. And a lot of people told me, Oh, if you wait 10 years, the government will forgive it. Oh, you're a pastor. And, and I heard that 10 years if ago. You wait so. 10 years. Right. It will all go away. I'm thinking, dude, I'm on track to getting rid of this in like 30 some months. Why would I wait an additional seven years? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why, why would that? Well, why and would plus, I do it's that? your responsibility. It's not the responsibility of some other taxpayer Absolutely. to pay my debt. That's the way I would look Absolutely. at it. Absolutely. So you you like it. I mean, you like the course. You like. You his, can say I love it. I love you it. You love it. You love it. You like his boldness. You like his approach. Mm -hmm. and, okay. His principles. Now, yeah, definitely. How has it helped you in your finances? Um, one of the biggest ways is... We use the budgeting website. It's called Every Dollar. This is the Dave Ramsey specific one that he's created. There's loads of things. You can get a free download on Microsoft Excel of, of a simple budget. Right. Um, the biggest thing for me and how it's helped me is visually seeing how much money we're bringing in and how much slash where the money is all going. Okay. I think that's one of the biggest issues people people don't know. Right. It's on some magazine subscription. It's on a gym membership. It's on uh, the car, the house, all the debt payments, whatever. Right. So I, I think a lot of people don't know where the money's going, which is unnerving when you plug your brain in. Cause it's like, wait a second, I'm going, getting up every day, dragging my butt to work. And I don't know where the money's going. What's the point of being at work? If you don't, if, if you have no money at the end of the month, right. you know what I'm saying? And well, I think that part of it is, I know I've done a uh, budgeting. I, some years I'm on a budget and some years I'm not. So I try to watch it. Jerry and I've talked, mm -hmm. I like the every dollar budget app and that's one app. You, you use that free, as well. Oh yeah. Well, when I do it, I okay. do That's how I would gotcha. do it. Yeah. If I'm doing a budget, I would do it on the uh, every dollar app, uh, but uh, account. And I do like it because my wife can sign into the same account under mm -hmm. my, my exactly. path. And then exactly. we both have it. And so whenever she would spend anything, she puts the amount in mm -hmm. whenever I spend anything and we both have the numbers at the yeah. same time. It just takes a discipline to do it. Uh, but I, I do think it's really good. I do know that there's, there's two things. One, knowing where your money is. And there's a verse in the Bible that says that you need to know what the condition of your flocks are. And right. you, you apply that to finances that you need to know mm -hmm. what the condition of your finances are. And with the electronics, it's made it a lot easier. I remember I would tell my wife all the time, this went on for, I mean, years, seriously. How much do we have in the bank? Well, I'm not sure I'll check for you. How much do we have in the bank? I'm not sure I'll check for you. How much do we have in the bank? I'm not sure I'll check for you. I would never know. I never, ever, ever right. knew. I finally just insisted. I want the password. I want it now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to know what's in that. So then I put it on my phone. And that's where this has really been a game changer. Because then I can look at it multiple yeah. times a week and see 
where the money's coming out. Then you see, well, what what was that again? Like, what's on this? How come we're paying this? And it actually caused me to eliminate some things because I started to realize when I knew what I was paying, I got rid of DirecTV after a while because yeah. I just didn't really think it was worth it. So Why I am I just paying do, for this? I don't really it, get Exactly. Uh, one time I walk into uh, Verizon and uh, we were paying $15 a month to insure X number of phones. A lot of those phones were like four years old. Mm-hmm. Why am I paying $15 a month? I threw it all off. And when you have a new phone, insure it. But if the phone gets old, why am I still carrying insurance right. on it? Because at that point, you break it. Right. It's just not going to matter because oh, it'd yeah. be time for another one anyway. So um, that kind of thing. I think when you're aware of what's going on and you start asking questions, it allows you the to save money. So that's part of it is just the budget helps you to know what you have. But a budget is also a plan for how you're going to spend your money. Exactly, And it's a plan to say, hey, this month, I know I'm going to have to buy clothes at some point. I know my car's going to break down at some point. It's it's my Right, so you're always putting money aside. Well, I'm going to put money aside for car repairs now, not wait till I get Mm -hmm. a $1,000 repair. And so when you do it little by little, and this is what helped me years ago, we do what they call the envelope system, and you put money aside for a car repair, and then when it needed breaks, well, okay, I've already put that money aside. You've been putting money aside for Christmas all year. So when Christmas got there, it's not like, how am I going to pay for this? Right. Exactly. You already knew that was exactly. coming. And so you didn't treat the money in the bank account like a windfall profit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, look at all the money. You know, you knew you were going to be spending that money at some point. That is seriously when I had the most money in my life was right then, or at least I felt right. like I did. Right. Because I was, you're on top of it. So you're you're tracking, attention. just simply tracking and knowing tracking where and planning it is. are two things. Tracking. Yeah. The budget app will help you do that. The every dollar budget app helps, but also having a plan like I'm only spending this much, mm-hmm. and if I spend more than and that, it's got to come it. from right. And, right. and then that makes you well, man. I can't go out to the diner right now, or I can't go to get coffee right now. I can't mm-hmm. because sometimes you start tracking your money, you start finding out that you spend fifty dollars a month on coffee. Well, maybe I don't need to spend fifty dollars a month, six hundred dollars a year on coffee. My senior right? year of college, uh, one of the professors had us do that. He's like, track your fi- your spending for the next two weeks. Um, and then we're going to do like a little budget thing, right. blah, blah, blah. My Taco Bell <laughs> expenses ah! at the end of two weeks. And it was like late night trips with my buddies. And it was like $3, $5 here, there, whatever. It added up to, I was like, I could get a full like two weeks of groceries. Right. What I just did in, in simple late night meals. I was like, I could feed myself like meals and that, that was like, that was a big red flag for me. That was a big right. uh, eye opener for right. sure. I was like, okay, well. Time to make some changes and start telling myself no. That was wise counsel. When I was in college, I would never buy pizza. My wife worked for a pizza place as a waitress, so I would go down, and Johnny, who was from Italy, <laughs> I would eat the leftover pizza. So they would give it to me all the time. Like, I would come in. I always wanted her to work because when I would pick her up at night, I'd get to go in and just scarf on any pizza that didn't get sold that day. And I loved it. And sometimes, oh, yeah. depending on wow, if Johnny was in a real good mood, then he'd be, oh, come on back, make yourself a sandwich. I was always oh, hungry. Nice. I was in college. Oh, absolutely. Man, I was always hungry. And so that was cool. But I went, I remember, I wouldn't spend 35 cents on a pop. Mm-hmm. I would not spend any money on anything because I wanted to buy my wife an engagement ring. Right. And that was the only way I could do it to save enough money to do it was to not buy anything for myself extra. And so my friends always thought, what is wrong with you, man? You won't even buy a pop. Right. I will not buy anything. I won't buy a pizza. I won't buy anything I don't need because it was more important for me to have a ring for my wife. There will be naysayers. Right. There will be people who who look at your 
way of life and just right. question everything you're doing. Right. And that's, I mean, I, my parents were pretty frugal as well, being with four kids, not having right. loads of money either. It was like, if we went out to a, like a sit down restaurant, nobody's getting a soda and I, you're right. all getting water. Right. First of all. Right. You're going to get from the kids, man. I mean, if it was a drive-thru, it was like, I until I got a job at McDonald's, I had truly never had anything that was not on the dollar menu. Right. And I still hold that for <laughs> now, to be honest. Right. Um, but also, I I love to cook. Right. My wife and I, we both just love to cook. And that's, that's good. A, that's a huge money saver yeah. there. So right. uh, we're not super. Which is cool. You can do it together, too. Yeah. And we're not like right. super extravagant spenders. But right. I love to ride my bike. That's pretty common if you know me. And ain't nothing cheap when it comes to sport of cycling. Right. Not a thing is cheap. Right. So, there's some good any there. hobby you go into hunting you go into steelhead oh, yeah. fishing you go in the kayaking which i'm snow, in the kayaking yeah, it's like my wife said every one of these hobbies you have calls photography is super expensive oh, yeah yeah but anyway um what's your best financial advice um i think like i just said knowing where your money's going okay um track it yeah exactly spend them on exactly. tracking your money that yep. would be a a tip right so because um, budgeting to be honest is is pretty difficult and sometimes even in the course they say this it can take up to three to four months to like get it right, right. so oh we totally blew the budget here no like try again like you gotta figure out how much you need to actually spend at the need to right. spend not want to spend but need to spend in every category, um, what your monthly bills are. And like, just be that, that takes a few months on its own. Right. Um, but by six months, you should have a good handle on your family. Is he still expenses. the cash in hand for everything? So yes. So, or debit card. Yes. So you're seeing what you're spending. Cause there's nothing like seeing cash leave your mm -hmm. hand. Cause I have enough money to buy this one lens I want. I'm like, I don't want to see the money go out of the account. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's like you, you think about it a lot more when it's just on a credit card and you're not looking at those numbers. Absolutely. I think it's easier to spend. I, reducing debt's always been a, an important thing. And I was like that snowball mm -hmm. um, mentality where what you would do, and I used this actually at one time because kids had like orthodontist bills and, and I had a mortgage. And what we were doing is like once we paid off one mortgage, I had two of them going at the same time. Once I paid the one off, then I took all that money and put it on the next, the house. Once the house was paid off, now you're looking at a thousand bucks a month going to their orthodontist. So, right. and then that, that bill got reduced down way ahead of time because I was using mm -hmm. this debt snowball. I would definitely discourage, like, I, I'm a firm believer in using credit cards. That's where I depart from Dave Ramsey because sure. when you're giving me one to 3% back because I'm using my credit card and my debit card will never give me that to you, I'm going to do it. This is where my wife and I are even different. She believes in the debit card. I believe in a credit card uh, because they're going to give me money back at the end of the year. So I'm going to use it, but I never use it if I'm not going to pay it back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If Good. I can't pay it back, Good. I'm not just running into debt. But some with people it. truly right. do not have that kind of self control. And they're like, credit card, I'm going to go spend on everything I've right. ever wanted. And like, from, I, I believe personally, you can use it responsibly. Right. I myself do. I don't, might be a Dave Ramsey hypocrite, sure, but we pay it off every month. We've never had credit card debt. Right. We're never going to. Right. Um, some people truly can and should not have a credit card. Right. Because they're just going to go hog wild with it, right? And I've seen that before. Right. So, well, you when I remember, I never looked at the deals, and this deal came across. I looked at. I'm like, why do you always throw the credit card offers away? But I don't want to see them. I'm like, this one's offering three percent back on all. I ran all of my kids' college payments through the credit card. Oh, okay, and then just paid it. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I was getting one percent back. 
those are significant amounts of money mm-hmm. going to colleges. I would sure. I would use it for gas, uh, hotel costs on vacation. I'd be getting. I mean, I'd have enough money to pay for part of Christmas at the end of every year. That to me, made, there are some big wins. That in made credit to cards. me like that made financial sense. I'm not the guy they're making money off of. I'm the guy they're giving right. money to. They're making right. it off of somebody else. I'm actually the guy that's actually making money by if using you, it. If but. you spend it on things you're going to buy regardless, your basic groceries, that kind of thing. Right. Like we have, my wife has a whatever airline credit card. We The two of us flew to Denver and back. I think it ended up costing us 20 bucks. Oh yeah, it's great. Right. Well, like why would we, and she only had it for a limited time, right. but it would have been free. But it, we spend on things we would have bought regardless. Right. I think, too, one of the wise things I've heard people say, is sometimes people do consolidation debts and they'll take credit cards and put it on there. And then you got a 10-year loan for a pair of shoes that are going to last a year. That's not a good use of right. going into debt for right. things that are, are not going to even be around when you're still paying the debt off. Not a good idea. But re- getting out of debt is hugely important. Tremendous. And I would highly recommend it being one of the first things. And I would counsel any young person, get out of your college debts first make it a high priority because it, you're going to be a slave to that debt. Mm-hmm. Just like it says in the, in the Bible, in Proverbs, yeah. you're a slave to the lender. Yep. I don't want to, I didn't want to be a slave to the lender. So I was always trying to get out of debt and I don't mind having a debt for a car. I don't mind as long as I have a good down payment for it. I don't mind it. I get it. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, other kinds of debt, no, you know, I, I really don't want it. And then once you're out of debt, you should be saving money. Yeah, because you got to take care of yourself someday. You can't always. I've been not one to want to count on Social Security, so I want to save my own money so that I'm ready to go. Because now, then the older I get, the more I see, and this is the importance. And one thing I've seen, you haven't seen it yet, but you will see it someday. I know. The more money you save when you're younger, the more chance it has for interest, and the value of accumulated interest is Mm -hmm. and compounding interest is phenomenal. Absolutely. When you start getting older your nest egg one month in it is unbelievable yeah. what it'll do in right. just one month that stock market jumps now it'll be unbelievable what it'll do if it goes down too but because now you're talking about compound interest on a bigger egg mm-hmm. more money surface there to get traction it's helping you out tremendously and that's where the value of it is. But that wouldn't happen if I wasn't saving when I was younger. Right, exactly. So exactly. when you're a young person, I would tell any young person, save money. I would tell anyone, save money. Even for myself, I would say, if nothing else, save money for vacations you want to go on, save money for Christmas, get ready. Yeah, make and you sure want to, hopefully by payment. the end of your life, you're going to have something to pass on to your kids, your grandkids. Um, to be able to give like that and and have that generational wealth right. and that kind of generational impact in your in your time on the earth, I think people want to support their kids' baseball team and um, whatever organization and startup company that they believe in and whatever else. Give more to their church and their Bible study group and do good deeds for people financially right. and right. spot them. But you can't do that when you, you got a stack of bills and a and a huge baggage of of dead behind you like right. that. And that like, that's, what's so tough. So to me, like you, you can't really be doing both. Like you are still paying off your former lifestyle right. or current lifestyle right. and all your old choices. You got to get rid of that, pay off your debts. So, so you can live and give generously and, and look into too. If you get a loan on a house, don't get a 30 year note. Try to get a 15-year note. That's what I told my daughter to do. She'll have it paid off before 15 years. Mm-hmm. I said, you're just better off. You'll pay far less interest over the long range because mm-hmm. far less years. Try to get it off soon. 
my goal was, and I hit it, I was going to be, my mortgage mortgage was going to be paid by the time my kids went to college. So then that mortgage payment, I had to help them at college. So that right, was my okay. goal. So when they were hitting college, my house was paid for. Sure. I feel sorry sometimes for people of a house and they're going to be 75 or 80 before the thing's paid off. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, if that's where you're at, that's where you're at, you know, I would just encourage, hey, do, don't get discouraged. Do the best you can. Save money. Do a budget. Be responsible. All good, good principles are going to pay off and no matter what age you are. But if you do happen to be younger and you're listening to this show, now is your time to save. Yeah. Now is your time to get a house. And right now, like housing costs, by the way, are going way up. So you got to be praying about that. Like I, if I was looking yes. for a house right now, yes, I would be are. in prayer. Lord, help me to know when a house is going to turn up. Maybe you'll hit one before, get one before it even goes to the market because you know somebody whose parents are selling. Mm-hmm. What, what Let have me ask you, you this. Was it was personal finance ever a class in high school, no, college? No, it, never. I think it was offered never. in high school one semester. Never. But uh, I think I want to encourage everyone else to like have be having this conversation with your kids, like teach them about money. Right. That way they're not totally doomed by the time they turn 18 and graduate high school. Like right. they have some knowledge on, on how to handle money right. and how to manage money. True to me, truly right. life-changing when you have a good handle on that. I would agree. And I'll end with this. When I was, Larry Burkett was big when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm 30 years old. So it was Larry Burkett, Crown Financial. Okay. Yeah. They, he wrote a book, uh, something to the effect is called Finances for Young Married Couples. Gotcha. It revolutionized me because I thought I was good. Like I really thought I knew how to handle. I didn't. I really didn't understand money. I thought I did. I didn't. Sure. Because when I read that book, I realized, no, you did not understand. Because there's a lot of stuff that guy taught me in very simple fashion. I'm reading chapter after chapter, just absorbing all this information that would be transform my life, really, especially financially, that I would not, there's no way I would have been able to guess it. Like mm-hmm. I had to know from somebody who knew more than I did. And that's where the financial peace universe that Dave Ramsey, yeah, Larry right. Burkett has passed away at this point, but I'm sure you can still get hold of his books. Really great information, and I would encourage you to avail yourself. The one dollar app or the every dollar app is is a great app. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you to put on your phone. There's a free version. There's a X number of dollars a month version. I use the free version because uh, I think that's good enough for me and what I'm doing. So because I can see what money's coming to the bank and what what goes out, and I right. can put it in the app and things like that. So I, I would highly encourage you guys to get that because we have responsibility. It's all God's money. I'm just a steward of what He's given me in the first place. I certainly a firm believer of tithing and giving back to God. And the more generous you are, the more you get back. Those are all good principles too. But you guys all have a great and a blessed week.